right, y'all, get ready for another edition of News and Trends with your host, Dave and Lynn. Welcome, welcome, welcome to News and Trends with Dave and Lynn. I'm one of your hosts, Mr. David Coker, proprietor of Dave Mark Inc. Um, music management specialist, media specialist, marketing specialist, you name it, I do a little bit of everything, mayor about town, and all around good time. Uh, all around good time. Dave, you almost forgot where you're at right now. Yeah, I, huh? forgot, I, forgot I, was on, I, I forgot I was on the podcast. Okay, let me, let me do all around good guy, I would say. All Dave, around good Dave, guy. It, it, it's too late. We're, <laughs> we're, we're going to edit that part out. <laughs> and, and when I say edit the part out, we're gonna edit where you say all around good guy. Okay, we're gonna, we're gonna keep it as is. Oh man! Anyway, that's my partner, Mr. Leonard Young, talking in the background, y'all. Mr. Leonard Young, what's going on? Yep, this is Leonard Young, CEO of National Black Guide, DelawareBlack.com, Black Media Specialist, uh, man with the cold, trying to get over it. How's everything going, Dave? Well, uh, I'm good. I don't have a cold, so I'm good. Uh, you know, so, uh, I don't know, man. They, they, you know, did you hear the craziness? They're talking about maybe we might have to go back to the mask again. They, you know, and, you know, no, nothing surprises me now and nothing shocks me. So to be honest, if we go back to the mask, we just go back to the mask. Like I, I really don't have an issue with it, but yeah, I mean, yeah. we, we, we know so many people. I mean, sorry. You remember we, I feel like the pandemic was the first time that we saw all these fights and altercations on airplanes over the mask. You remember that? Mm -hmm. That was just crazy. Well, you know, it's, it's interesting too, because it seems like over the last few years, when this time of year comes around, that's when it goes back up again. You know, have you noticed that the the trend? Yeah, um, yeah. during the winter so, time. Yeah, during the winter time, and I don't know if there's more germs in the air. Well, we haven't had a lot of snow, and remember they used to always talk about how snow would help to clear up some of the germs and so forth right. and bacteria in the air. Yeah, well, so, you know, it, it's funny because you remember when it first happened, they talk about the heat. They're like, okay, like when summertime comes, it's going to kill all the. Um, the germs and everybody to be in the fresh air and it's going to be over and look at us now. Yeah, I know. It's, 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 it's kind of crazy. Um, you know, and then, they, you know, they're talking about this new strain that's causing the upper respiratory issues that, you know, that people are having what they call it, R RVS or something like that. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. It. Yeah. Yeah. So they, you know, so, and a lot of people are sick or in the hospital with this this new thing, and um, it's you just really got to be careful. I know we've had a lot of people in my office out, you know, over out um, sick over the last couple of months. You know, it's just it's just interesting that we can't seem to escape it. Like, yeah, remember, remember how when when Corona hit uh, that. Everybody said, oh, it'll be around for a couple of weeks or maybe a month or so, and then it's going to go away. 
And here it is almost three years later. We're still talking right. about it and we're still dealing with it. Yeah. You know, so, and it keeps coming up and it keeps morphing into different things. So that's what's so crazy. So, but, um, you know, I'm sorry to hear that you, uh, you got a cold over there, fellow. Um, Notice people I'm saying over there, I'm not with them, <laughs> you know, so, so um, uh, you know, I'm going to let him stay, you know, where he is and I'm going to be happy about not having a cold at the moment. So um, other than that, man, uh, how was your weekend? Yeah, I mean, I, I, everything was good. Um, of course, I was at the football game. My son's school lost, but, um, you know, had a great season. And you know, other than that, was just work catching up. What, what about you? I, I I know you had a very festive weekend. <laughs> um, it was it was it was a good weekend. Um, busy weekend. We had our party. Um, Leonard didn't make it to the party, y'all. Even though we were the sponsors of the of the uh, party that we did over at the new venue, the Spotlight. Want to give a shout out to um Marvin and and his wife as far as uh you know hooking us up and allowing us to use their new venue, which is down in Bear, Delaware, um, in the Sunset Shopping Center. And if you're looking for a nice place to throw an event, you know, have a baby shower, reunion, whatever, you know, something, you know, that you just want to, that you need a, a venue or a hall for, this is a very nice place. I really recommend it. And it's called The Spotlight. It's next to the Matches Firm in the um sunset shopping center and tim uh our our resident dj mr tim tim dog himself well did the music and we just had a great time of catering was done by Lindsay. Lindsay's catering um young lady by the name of cheryl hutt saunders did our decoration her and her team and it was just a, a very nice event and most of the people that came out, uh, this is how you know that you got the opportunity to really have something and make it grow. Most of the people that came out were people that lived in the neighborhood or not too far away. And that made, you know, that makes for a big difference when instead of having to go riding all over the place to try to find something to do when you have something right in your backyard. So that made all the difference in the world. So, but, um, yeah, I did that Saturday night and, um, and Sunday, uh, went to church and, you know, I had to watch my boys win. The Eagles are 12 and one y'all, uh, you know, you know, we can't, we can't do it much better than that, you know, 12 and one and on their way, you know, so it's been, it's been a great season so far, but of course you got to put the crown on it. You know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta take it to the, you know, you just witness the, the football game, a championship football game. You can see what happens when things don't go right. Right. Know? Right. So, so, uh, you know, so we just gotta keep praying that they stay healthy and nobody gets, uh, nobody gets seriously hurt and that they don't lose, a, you know, they, well, you know, Christmas Eve, they play the Dallas Cowboys and that's going to be a big game. And so we'll see what happens then. So, but here we go. It's uh starting to look a lot like Christmas. <laughs> you yeah, know man. what I mean? You, you got your lights up? 
uh, we got, yeah, I got some lights up and, you know, uh, you know, and trying to, trying to, uh, get there. You know, do you, does your neighborhood do a lot of lighting and so forth? Not really. You know, I, th- I thought about it because like, the last two years I was just like by a humbug with the lights and there's only two houses in eyesight of me that have lights up. And, you know, one of them is, is this older white man. And my wife and I were looking, we're like, how did he get his lights up so high on the house? So, and, and I mean, he's the type oh, of person to do it. Huh? Y'all see him do it? No, no. I mean, we ain't see him do it. But I'm sure he did it because he does everything with that house. Like he got, he, uh, they, he was cutting grass this Sunday. And I was just really? like, okay, okay, yeah. Uh, riding mower, riding mower. Oh, or something? I mean, he, he just likes his grass to have a certain look and, you know, he'd be out there every week, like pulling weeds and shrubbing trimmery and I mean, shrubbery. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I'm like, this boy's <laughs> <serious>. <laughs> right. <laughs> but anyway, I think I knew what you meant. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Um, what is it? Trimming shrubbery. Trimming there you go. Shrubbery. Yeah. There you go. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah. And now over this way, like the neighboring neighborhood, you know, over by Weiss Park, um, that Aspen Drive there. Yeah. Um. Now they be getting into it, man. They be, they be like, I think they be having these little wars over there on that street, man. Yeah, because, yeah, because I watch if like somebody puts like a real elaborate display of lights out, uh-huh. then all of a sudden you'll see more lights at everybody's house. Right. You know? Yeah. And, um, I remember one year there's this one particular house. This guy always goes all out. Remember I was saying about the guy that, that had the Halloween thing with the werewolf and so forth out there. Uh, it was a werewolf and a witch on a broomstick. Uh huh. So, so they, I think they I had think some of everything. Yeah. So they be they you know so every every theme, you know, Christmas time, Halloween, he's always out there putting some stuff up, and you can tell everybody pays attention because what was it a year or two ago he had you know how they had the uh, the projector type lights that they show yeah. on the house. Yeah. He he had he had some lights up. He had that up, but he had superheroes that were with Christmas themes. Oh wow! I don't know where he got this thing? Yeah, from, but it was Mar- Marvel or DC? Marvel or DC? It, it was a mixture of both. He had oh, Batman, wow. he had Superman. Uh, there was the Hulk. It was Iron Man. I mean, I don't know where he got this thing from, but it was showing all these superheroes, and they had like Christmas hats on, and you know, Santa Claus hats and so forth. And I was like, "That's cool." I said, and then. You know, next thing I know, the next door neighbor had, you know, had a projector going up on his house. And I was like, that wasn't uh-huh. there. <laughs> right. So, yeah, they be getting into it around there. So, yeah, not so much on my street, but down there, uh, around the corner, they be getting it in. So, but, hey, well, Christmas is in, well, no, actually, it's next weekend, right? Yeah, what is next Sunday or next Saturday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next Sunday. Yeah, it's always weird when Christmas falls on the weekend because it doesn't really like so like we like we wanted to be doing the week, <laughs> you know. So, <laughs> uh, so for those that work anyway, not right. like you, it's home all the time. Yeah. Anyway, so but <laughs> you know, just, I'm just saying. So, but 
anyway, we just want to say from news and trends with Dave and Lynn, uh, you know, we want to make sure that we wish you guys a happy holiday season. And, uh, you know, uh, you know, we'll be, of course, we'll be still doing our thing during the holidays, but we just, you know, want to wish you guys, you know, for those who may not be listening to us at that time, you know, Oh, a happy holiday season. We got we got uh we got stocking stuffers for you guys because we, we finally got our t shirts made and we're gonna be putting those on our website and they came out really well. So we're gonna have t shirts, we're gonna have the long sleeve t shirts and hoodies for those that are interested in all different colors. So we'll be posting those soon so you can see what they look like. Okay. All right. So I guess we got all the preliminary stuff out the way, right? Yeah. Good to go. All right. All right. Let's get into our stories. Okay. Um, our first story. Uh, I know by now a lot of people have probably heard this, but for those that may not have heard it, it's a good feel, feel good story. And uh, see, there you try to be like me. There you go. Uh, putting words backwards. Yeah. 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 But before we do this, well, I, I know, should we tell people what we're going to talk about on the show today or just go ahead and go into it? What you, they, you know, let, let, let's just go right into it. Okay, let's go into it. Okay. All right. So starting with this first story. So, uh, you know, the it was this story is about the 18-year-old young man who just became the youngest black mayor in the country. Now. I noticed, I, I, and I meant to check this out. I wasn't sure. When I first heard this, are they saying he's not the youngest mayor in the country? Period. You know, that, that's the same thing I thought. And I was under that same assumption because they didn't say youngest mayor. They said youngest black mayor. Black mayor. Yeah, so and I, I don't know check. who would be the youngest mayor. But yeah, the the, the 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 fact that they put emphasis on it, you know, saying that he's the youngest black mayor. I was just wondering, is there somebody eighteen or younger, um, of any race, a mayor? You yeah. Know? So so when I just googled real quick, so the, I'm assuming that the youngest age you can become mayor is eighteen, and it looks mm-hmm. like there was someone else who, at the time was the youngest mayor. So in 2005, there was a person out of Michigan who was elected at 18. So I'm guessing okay. this 18 may be a little bit younger than our, our black mayor's 18. Okay. All right. Okay. I was just curious because they, you know, made sure to mention right. that. Okay. But, um, um, I wanted to talk about this young man. His name is Jalen Smith. Now, I just wanted to read a little bit about him before we got into uh, uh, our discussion. He's an 18-year-old college freshman, um, and he's now the the youngest black um, mayor in the U.S. history after beating out his opponent for the position in a small Arkansas town. Mr. Smith, a recent graduate of Earl High School, said although he was confident he win the runoff election, he said he was still shocked when he received news of the victory. He will be the 
be the Mary Leck of Earl, a town of just under 2,000 people, according to the 2020 census data near Memphis, Tennessee. Um, now, just going to read a couple other things. Now, as the mayor elect, Smith said he plans to focus on transportation, public safety, and bringing a major grocery store to the city. That's, that's interesting. I'm going to come back to that. Increasing resident access to food sources is a cause that Smith has said he is especially passionate about. Um, hold on a minute. And um, the young politician said that the win is extremely significant to him um, as a person um, diagnosed with a learning disabilities. Smith said his disability made it hard for him to do well on standardized tests. This disability does not take away from what I am able to do, Smith said, according to the um, the Hill the, um, newspaper that reported this. In fact, it motivates me more to achieve greatness. So apparently, you know, he has a disability and... Um, um, he's not letting that hold him back because he feels that, you know, even though that might have been a drawback, it's not going to be something that holds him back. Right. So I, I think it's a good, I think it's a good feel, a uh, good story, and the fact that he knows what he wants to concentrate on. Now think about this: he's he's the mayor of a town that just has about two thousand people in it, right? So this is one of them towns, like the song says, everybody knows your name. Yeah, <laughs> you know? definitely. You know, so. Definitely now. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and hopefully, now Earl, I don't know what the population mix is like. Um, right. Whether that's a majority black or mixed town. And of course, I think that's going to have a lot to say in. Okay, yeah, I see. So okay, seventy-two percent black, fifteen percent white, and the uh, rest is other. Okay, that says a lot right there. Okay, so he has a chance to do some things because of the demographics there. Because I don't think he would be mayor if it was <laughs> right. If, you know what I mean? So um, it's a good, it's a big accomplishment. And I think, um, of course, you know, he's in the South. If given a chance, hopefully he's able to be able to do the things that's necessary in order to be successful. And um, he's a freshman in college um, at, um, I think it was Arkansas State University, Mid-South. So he's a freshman there and, um, you know, he's, he's, you know, he's definitely working on becoming very successful. Um, what's your thoughts on, on this story yourself? Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I think it's, it's a great story. Um, one thing when I was looking at the article here and, and this is just for perspective, he started running for mayor as a senior in high school 
which is um they came well um I can't even imagine anything like that happening here where we are in any city no. in Delaware. No and that no. he is currently a freshman at Arkansas State University Mid South. So you know, I'm 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 just curious what it's what it's like to be a freshman college student and and mayor of a small town. So but you know, I mean from from everything they showed, you know, it, it looks like he's cut out for the job and you know one thing this would definitely be good experience for him if he moves to a, like a bigger city and you know kind of wants to try to achieve that small that position as well you know the question i'm curious is you know what made him run you know was there something like you know what did he see where he wanted to be the change that he decided to run for mayor of uh earl arkansas yeah, that's a good question. I mean, maybe, well, one of the things he said, you know, when you, if you dive a little deeper, because he mentioned the whole thing, the fact that he said something about having a major grocery store in his, in his town. I read another piece of the article where he said, we had one, we had one a long time ago, but it closed. Smith um, laminated about the now closed grocery store our seniors don't have transportation to get to and from west memphis to get food so it would be better to have a grocery store here in town now think about that what young kid would be thinking this way so so i I say this is a young kid who is connected to the community he probably got his grandmother his grandparents his aunts and uncles who you know, every time they go somewhere, that's what we hear about. So yeah, yeah, and 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 I remember coming up, man. Let me tell you, you know, and and hearing him say that, it it just made brought up some thoughts um, of my childhood because my mother didn't drive and my father was the driver, but my mother didn't drive, and then my mother and my father split up when I was eleven years old, and I just remember how dependent we were it, now for most of my childhood we had a supermarket in our neighborhood um an amp supermarket this was over uh, off of governor prince so we used to walk from my house which was a nice little walk to that supermarket and and come back the, the convenience of you know and we had you know we'd be carrying paper bags you know how paper bags are we right we going back to the going back to that day now with the paper bags we got now or and then we would have one of those hand carts that we stuck the bags in or take a red wagon or something i mean it was just crazy but then i remember when my mom wanted to go to other stores she had to you know get a family member or we take cabs you know something that people don't do anymore but you know you get in the cab and go to the store and you know get <laughs> get back to the house. You got bags on top of bags to right. get out of the cab, and so. But it is important that you be able to get to one of these places. You know, if you don't have one in your in neighborhood, and you got to go outside of your neighborhood to these stores, it does it make it difficult on those people who are, you know, older and elderly or disabled or whatever the case may be. So for him to have that thought. 
in his mind says a lot about that young man. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he he's definitely on the right track to. So, you know, it, it kind of reminds me a little bit of uh, I'm not familiar. Sure. If you're familiar with the mayor of Baltimore, I think it's Brian Scott or Brandon Scott. Um, he is also very, very young, um, maybe one of the youngest, uh, both one of the youngest Baltimore mayors ever as well. I'm about to just see how old he is. Oh, 38. But, um, you know, when you look at them, and I mean, I guess 38 is kind of relative, but, you know, a lot of times we see mayors of these large cities that Baltimore, like Baltimore is, and, you know, they're 50 and over, 60 and over. So, yeah, um, aldermans and stuff, stuff like that came up through the rank. Yeah. Yeah. So the one thing I can say about, and it's Brandon Scott, um, he, you, you know, I, I think it's good to have younger people in political offices because they bring a different, um, they bring a different energy to the city. So like, if you look at his social media and some of the stuff that the city of Baltimore is doing, you know, they're attracting a lot younger of a demographics than they were before, which I think is good because, you know, young people want to be involved. They just don't know how. So, you know, I think if he's providing that opportunity, same with, um, you know, the person we're talking about, the mayor of Earl, you know, imagine now that he's mayor at 18, how many of his friends, how many of his community people are going to get, you know, involved in the stuff he's doing. So, you know, I mean, I, I think that's a benefit. Like, Dave, if you had a friend who graduated high school and that next year he was mayor of Wilmington, I mean, I, I, I already know you probably be up in the mayor's office every day, kicking your feet up, talking about ideas for the city and all that. So I, I think it's a great thing. <laughs> that's, that's right. I mean, I know, look, look, we, you know, we'd be like, we'd be like the rat pack. <laughs> right. We'd be chilling, you know, and try to figure out, uh, right, well, what we got to do to make this, make this feel like home or whatever. But I'm sure the city, the town, I'm sure, I wouldn't call it a city, I guess, I guess the town of Earl. I'm sure it's a close-knit, you know, kind of town. Like I said, I'm sure everybody knows each other. There's probably a lot of family-connected people there that, it, it sounds like one of them towns that people been there forever, the family. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. So, so this kid, I'm sure, is getting a lot of help from a lot of adults. You know what I mean? Right. So, and in fact, it looks like it's about 20 miles from Memphis. So, you know, not, not too far from a major city. So it's right across the state line then, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, our hats are off to you, Mr. Jalen Smith. That name Jalen, though, is funny. Real popular name these days. Right? Yeah, it <laughs> you is. Know? So, but, um, hopefully, um, Hopefully you do everyone proud there and do the country proud. Everybody's watching. So just, <laughs> just go your business. Yeah. Huh? No, I, I agree. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's move on to our next story. All right. So our, our next story is something that I, I just saw online today. And so the title is Detroit School Board Votes to Remove Dr. Ben Carson's Name from a Public High School. So this all came about um, 
there's a school board in Detroit, and I guess they did a survey of about 1,500 people, and I think the survey may date back to around 2018, and via the survey, they wanted to change a high school that was named after uh, Dr. Ben Carson, so for anyone who doesn't know, uh, you know, he is a famous black neurosurgeon, one of probably one of the first black neurosurgeons who, and I think he, uh, operated on a fetus while it was still in the womb. And, you know, so, I mean, he really did some, some amazing things. And, uh, you know, even during February, you know, you may hear his name because he is part of black history. But for everyone who has been following him more recent, he is a Republican. He has um, expressed Republican views. He's a friend of Trump. And, you know, a lot of people just aren't taking well to it. So, of course, this school board, um, after the survey came out, that 80 percent of the 1500 people that they surveyed wanted uh, were OK with changing the name. The school voted and they will be changing the name of the high school. So before um, the school was called the Dr. Ben Carson High School, um, he is a graduate of the Detroit public school system Um, from Detroit. He went on to Yale University and then, of course, he became famous as a, you know, a part of black history. But um, so Ben Carson did have a statement and he said, cancel culture is alive and well. It's infiltrating political correctness, wokeness, cancel culture. This is going to destroy us, destroy us as a nation if we don't get a grip on it. So they they what are your thoughts? Do you think uh you know cancel culture is going too far or do you think the people of Detroit and the school board were justified in their renaming of the high school? Well, kind of I kind of think you know when you think about Ben Carson it almost seems like he's two different people you know what I mean <laughs> right oh, almost like yeah. a pre-Ben and after Ben yeah. or something. yeah like somebody uh invented a doppelganger uh was a doppel uh yeah doppelganger, doppelganger. yeah doppelganger um because you know I remember you know coming up reading about Dr. Ben Carson you know um you know, um, and all of his, you know, exploits and, um, and, and, and just being able to say, you know, that he's one of us, you know, you know, and then you fast, you, you flash forward and this guy just told, cause then you hear the stuff, you know, but him being connected with, you know, the Republicans and Trump and all these people and so forth. And, you know, you know how many people said to me, is that the same Dr. Ben Carson? I know, that, right. You know, because it just does not seem like yeah. he's God, you know? And, you know, they did a movie about him, you know, about, you know, that sur- that first um, surgery he did, that first big heart surgery mm-hmm. that, he, that he did. You know, so, you know, it's just amazing that we are where we are with this person and the fact that he stood solid, um, you know, you could almost say hand in hand with Trump and 
everything that was going on with the Republican Party. You know, yeah, yeah, it's something something that you you have to think about because, you know, and especially if that school is one of those schools that is, you know, majority, you know, minority school ran, you know, uh, ran and uh, minority minority ran school and also minority attended school for the, you know, as far as children is concerned. He's not connected. It's not like he's going to go to that school anytime right. soon. You know? Right. He knows his name after him. You know, when when you name a school after Martin Luther King, <laughs> you know that 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 is a name that carries a lot of weight and we know what he stood for. Right. When you name a school after Ben Carson, and I'm sure I wonder I wonder when that school was named that. Because I'm sure it was years ago. Because mm-hmm. it still? Uh let me look. Because when you name it, you know, back then, yeah. If it was when I think it was, it was a thing to do. But if you named if you name the school Ben after Dr. Ben Carson over the last ten years, I don't know about all that. Maybe it's in that article. Yes, I I did not see it in the article. I'm just trying to um I don't know. So we we may have to look for that and uh, come back at a later time. Yeah, Yeah, because I'm just curious because, you know, um, that's like if 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 somebody uh, named a a school, let's say there was some type of school, judicial type school that got you ready for, uh, um, you know, becoming a judge or a lawyer or whatever the case may be. And it was named Do- uh, Dr. Clarence Thomas, you know, <laughs> or Judge Thomas uh, Preparatory School for, for uh, you know, for um, law enforcement or something like that, let's just say. And they named the school that. Uh, do you think that, that that name would stick around long if it was, if somebody would really think that it was uh, worthy he was worthy of having his name put on a school like that because obviously you know he looks at he looks at uh, things from one side we know that to be true you know um i i don't know uh, yeah i mean I, 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 I almost feel like right now at any given time any person's name can be pulled off of a school, you know. I mean, it's just you yeah, know. Well, I, well, let's read it right now because if you do enough digging, you probably can find dirt on everybody. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, they found dirt on Dr. You know, what I mean, right. so I mean, if you think about it, yeah, you probably can find dirt. But if it's been if it's been a school that's been named after this person, well, no, nobody. I can't even say that anymore because yeah, I mean, you know. You know I was just gonna say, um, I don't feel like nowadays, and maybe it's different for you know people of a different generation. I feel like nowadays people aren't tied to school names, so it's like 
you know, if 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 my high school switched names, you know, I'm not going to go back and protest that they should have left it this name. And, you know, I, like, I don't know. I feel like people are wishy-washy and I feel like we're going to start having a lot of school renamings. You know, we already took off a lot of the Confederate school names. And I'm sure as soon as they can find some cracks, some cracks in black, you know, some of these black names may be coming off at some date or time as well. Kind of like Bill Cosby. You know, um, I know at Temple there was something named after him. And oh, when, yeah. he, when he hit that scandal, that, that got rem- they didn't give the money back. But yeah, they, they uh, changed the name. Yeah, because he donated a lot of money to that school. And the halls were, um, you know, he had his name on those halls and whatever, but on the hall there. And yeah, you know, but you do something wrong. These days you get canceled real quick. And, um, yes, so but, they, and I, we actually had um, last week with, uh, when um, Aaron Bass, um, um, CEO of the Eastside Charter School on, um, you know, I talked about the school that he's at now was my elementary school. And it was named Northeast when I went there. And then it went to another change to Martin Luther King. And, of course, they ran into some trouble, enrollment trouble, and now it's the Eastside Charter School. So the names have been changed several times over there. So, yeah. you know, but what are you going to say? You were going to say Yeah, I, I just got to say, so they, you know, you better be careful what you do because uh, they they may remove your name from the podcast. It may just be news and trends with Lynn. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll, you, we'll have to Ben Carson you. Yeah. I don't want to be trending for, for any particular reason. Right. So, <laughs> you know, so, but, but um, yeah, we'll, We'll keep an eye on this story and see what happens with this story. But, uh, you know, uh, good luck with that, Dr. B- Dr. Carson. You know, let's see how that goes for you. All right. Uh, maybe Trump, maybe you can put your name on one of Trump schools or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, moving on. Uh, let's see. Our next story is about, uh, of course, uh, Miss Brittany, uh, Brittany, and Brittany Griner. I did one of your numbers just then. Uh, Brittany Griner, who is now free. Of course, Leonard and I have been talking about this basically ever since it happened about her being um, arrested and placed in jail and being held all this time for the last 10 months. They finally released her for our favorite guy, the merchant of death. <laughs> you know, right. so, you know, um, and it's the, the, you know, and it's good that she's home and everything, but I've been like following, you know, uh, you know, reading a lot of stuff that's been happening since she's been released. And this particular column I came across was a column that says an American is coming home. So why are so many Americans upset that Brittany Griner is free? There are a lot of people upset about this. Have you noticed? Yeah, definitely. Black people and white people. You know, I think this is across the board. And it, yeah, and, and and I'm glad you just said that. It's not one particular race of people that are upset. There's just a lot of people and a, a lot of military people are upset. You know, you know, people that have served and everything because they don't feel that it's right. It's now, and of course, everybody prefaces it by by saying 
they're glad that she's home and that she's mm-hmm. safe, but they don't feel that what was done was right. Right. How do you feel about it, by the way? So, I mean, I definitely understand the sentiment because when we look at it or, you know, when we hear about it and and we think about, you know, their actions. So we're trading somebody who had cannabis oil for somebody who, you know, traded arms and tried to kill Americans. And, you know, so there, there are a couple of things I, I think about. And this is just stuff I heard. Um, so one of the things is. You know, Trump was like, oh, you know, um, uh, what's his name? I'm, I'm having a Biden. Um, he's like, well, you know, Biden should have brought, you know, wheeling home a long time ago. And it's like, OK, well, in that case, Trump, why didn't you do it? You know, you were in office while he was in there. And then two. Um, I feel like we would have exchanged Victor about boot eventually so it's kind of like would people be just as mad if they had traded um Brittany Griner and Paul Whelan for Victor boot you know would they have been just because I mean he 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 was a a negotiation tool so you know with the right um benefit he would have been traded regardless of what it is so um, I mean, I understand people looking at it like eye for an eye, like Brittany did this, he did this. But, you know, would they feel any different if, okay, let's say Russia gave us three hostages for Victor Boot, you know what I mean? So, you know, I, I don't know. It's a toss-up. And then on the flip side, I wonder what Russia is going to do with Victor Boot. Like, you know, are they going to put him back in business and have him supplying arms? Are they going to monitor him? Are they going to discipline him? You know, I'm like, I'm, I'm just curious what happens on that side. Well, from what I've heard that, you know, that, you know, one or a couple of those things could happen where they might back to work and a disciplinary move they make with him, but they probably will do what he does, you know, or maybe he, um, he's dangerous. He's a dangerous man. I mean, at one time he was, you know, one of the most wanted people in the world, you know, right. so uh, um, I'm not sure what would cause all of that. Um, but it have to try to see um, what they're planning to do. I was just reading reading something just now um, from the article and it says um, hold on for a minute. I want to make sure that you can hear me okay because it sounds like um, I, might, I might be having some phone issues. Are, are you, uh, do I sound okay? Yes, yep. Sounds good. Okay, okay. Alright, so it says um, many folks seem actually disappointed that America went out of its way to free a black lesbian. (laughs) Yeah, this is interesting. Tattooed female athlete who has refused to come out of the locker room 
Some games, um, they feel that it has been that she has not shown any allegiance to America um, by doing this. Uh, hold on, there was something else I wanted to read. A lot about the way people are thinking because who is she, um, and why is this happening with her? Um, Hold on for one moment, folks. I want to make sure that we're not having... Oh, I see what's going on. Um, let's see. My Wi-Fi just jumped off, and I have to apologize. All right. We should be good now. Can you hear me okay? Yeah. Okay. All right. Sorry about that. Uh, <clears throat> so... It says here, if if it was LeBron James, he'd be home, right? And this is one of the coaches, Nygaard, uh, who's the coach, who's Brittany Griner's um, coach in Phoenix. It's a statement about the value of women. It's a statement about the value of a black person. And it's a statement about the value of a gay person. All of those things. We know it, and so that's what hurts a little more. This is when she was still detained. Um, it said, uh, why, you know, and then they said the first, their first question, why was Brittany Griner bargained into freedom while another high-profile hostage, former Marine Paul Whelan, um, continues to be wrongfully detained for nearly four years on um, what are considered bogus charges of spying. In other words, why did America pick a basketball star over a veteran? That's a deep question, if you ask me. Yeah, so, so I, I, I was going to say one of, the, one of the things I heard was that uh, <laughs> excuse me, Russia was not budging on Paul Whelan. You know, so it's almost like they were giving slack an opportunity for Brittany but they were not budging at all on Paul Whelan. And um, to be honest, I, I do believe what Biden said, where he's like, you know, we are working to bring Paul Whelan home. Like, I, I believe they really want that. But from what I think somebody was saying on CNN, like Russia was just not budging. You know, they had an opportunity to bring Brittany and they, they kind of just went with it. But, you yeah. know, of course, of course, that's all hearsay, though. Well, of course, and then Brittany had a high-profile name, so it would right. make people attention. Like, Paul Whelan's been there for four years. Before this year, did we know anything about Paul Whelan? No. Okay. But we knew as soon as Brittany was put in jail, her name has been in the news ever since. So, right. so the Russians, I'm telling you, the Russians knew exactly what they were doing. They used her as a pawn. And they got their man. And, you know, like, you mean they got their, well, okay, yeah, they got their man. Um, so the other thing that I heard that was crazy, too, um, so I don't know if you heard the Biden speech when um, he was released. He said, when you travel to foreign countries, make sure you always check, like, the United States, you know, travel advisories. And 
on the flip side, what a commentator said that he was talking about is specifically Russia will try on purpose to detain Americans on trumped up charges so that they have bargaining tools for trades like this one. Hmm. And I was like, damn. So Dave, uh, news and trends family, you can go anywhere in the world. Don't go to Russia. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And a lot of uh, you have you heard that a lot of the basketball players have opted out of their contracts with oh. um, Russia. Wow, I did not know that. Yeah, because they they said they're not going over there. Is that is that, Russia, is that Americans highest, and non? Is that Americans uh, and yeah, non-Americans? Yeah. Oh yeah, wow, because they over there. Um, and Russia, keep in mind, is one of the places that pays the most for overseas basketball. Right, you know, so I remember we, we, Brittany so, was getting one point three million, or yeah. yeah, and that's only like a, you know, over here she's getting like a third of that, a quarter of that, over here in the WNBA she was right. getting a quarter of the salary, you know. So, um, so this just says, you know, um, now, um, uh, with everything now, you know that this has happened, you know, then saying, oh, I'm not going back over there, you know, because. Obviously, something else could happen where they nab somebody else because we don't know. I mean, it doesn't sound, you know, the the setup hasn't been. Of course, we won't know everything until Brittany talks, but then we don't. Right. How much talk is Brittany going to really do? Yeah, um, Brit, Brittany's going to say, uh, I only talk with money because I, I know them books and documentaries yeah. and Lifetime movies, Locked Up Abroad. Uh, be one called Surviving Russia, right? Yeah. <laughs> like R. Kelly, like R. Kelly's thing. Uh, it'd be Surviving Russia. So, oh man, this this is crazy. I know that I was reading here. It says, um, um, let me see. There were questions that should have been that that they were wondering about. Um, they said. Um, the first question was, in other words, why did America pick a basketball star over a veteran? And then it said the answer, according to government officials, they didn't have a choice. Right. It wasn't Griner. If it wasn't Griner or Whelan, it was Griner or nobody. Um, um, so Biden really didn't have a choice. It, you know, if he, you know, if he was going to get her home, this was the only way he was going to be able to get her home. Then they said the second question is it isn't it an unfair trade to give up someone as dangerously evil as um, um Belt or Boot, nicknamed the Merchant of Death, our favorite name, <laughs> you know, <laughs> for someone. With a scant national appeal as a woman's professional athlete, even though Griner is a two-time Olympic gold medal and a WNBA champion who commands the court with her six-foot-nine um, status stature, I should say, her impact on this country was minimal. In real-life terms, did the Russians get the far better end of this deal? Of and the answer. Yeah, the answer they said they did. In terms of potential effect on society, this was not a fair trade. Dave, let, the, let me ask you this: What do you think that twenty twenty four Olympics 
women's basketball matchup is going to be like if USA plays Russia. Well, it's going to be loaded. <laughs> it's definitely going to be loaded. I mean, every, you know, it's and it's definitely going to be a beat down because they're going to try to beat them down. So, um, I just don't think, but then, or maybe they won't play. Maybe they'll, maybe they'll boycott the game. Well, I don't think they'll boycott because I, I know they ain't trying to give out that gold medal. They didn't pass, Leonard. They've okay. done it before. But you, you tell you, it's funny too because, and and I mean, I don't want to take it out on the Russian women basketball team because there are a lot of people who didn't agree. But you know, those are will also be people Brittany Griner has played with. Maybe some of them, maybe her former teammates in Russia, and maybe even some of her friends as well. So, you know, it, it may be hard to tell. Well, you know. I know there were a lot of people upset with Brittany because, um, which led to the third question. Back during the uh, the pandemic, during 2020, and during the racial unrest, you know, that happened with George Floyd and everything, Brittany made a comment that says, I honestly feel we should not play the national anthem during our season. I think we should take that much of a stand. Because she didn't feel that it was nec- the national anthem was for us, right? And quite a lot of people, you know, jumped on her about it, you know, because of course, two things you cannot mess with: the national anthem and the flag, you know, because you know, so what happened with Colin Ka- Kaepernick decided, <laughs> right? He got ca- he's probably the first big person that I ever remember getting canceled, right? Well, now we got Kanye. <laughs> oh, well, that's a whole other story. <laughs> but Kanye is getting canceled, but he's still making money. Well, yeah, I mean, I agree. I mean, yeah, I don't I mean, think, I don't no, think it's not, the type of money he was not. making. No, he's not. But because people want to see Kanye and hear Kanye, yeah. you know, he's still going to make money off of that, you know, so, you know. Yeah, I agree. And and I think with Kaepernick, he just didn't have as much of a platform. So when he got let go by the NFL and, you know, he wasn't as, he was outspoken, but he wasn't loud and outspoken like Kanye. You know, Kanye, you got to make sure you hear him. You know, Kaepernick, I felt like, would let his actions speak louder than his words. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Um, so so. The, the one thing I do want to say before we end this story is um, I also did hear, and maybe I don't know if this helps any naysayer of Brittany Griner's release, but um, so, of course, Brittany Griner's wife is a lawyer, and Brittany Griner and his wife have said that they are dedicating time and effort to see that Paul Whelan does get free. Now, I don't know how much pool that will be, but, you know, I think one of the things that also helped Brittany Griner was there were so many big names behind her. And, you know, unfortunately, kind of like Dave, like you said, we didn't know who Paul Whelan was one year ago. So, you know, if he has more big names behind him, I'm sure the White House will make more of a push, almost like the what the squeaky wheel gets the grease. Right. Well, 
Well, he's going to have the big names behind him now because if, if Brittany and and Sherelle, her wife, uh, do what they say they're going to do, and even with the Bidens and, and, you know, President Biden and everything, if they do what they are supposed to do, they got big names behind. Uh, Paul Willen has the big names now because right. they're bring those big names. I'm sure a lot of the the ball players and athletes will still will get behind them too because hopefully I know yeah and and hopefully Brittany realizes the magnitude and the significance of who she is, her position now, and what she can affect or um based on her actions and her next move. Right. You know what I mean? So I guess we'll see. Uh, hopefully, you know, I'm sure there's going to be a lot to come out over the next month or couple months in reference to what what happened with her and where, where, you know, the potential to be able, excuse me, the potential to be able to help Paul Wheeling, um, you know, um, get out and be, be brought back home as well. So. We'll see. Um, you know, uh, hopefully this becomes a, a a bigger and better ending. You know what I mean? Right. Definitely. So, okay. All right. All right. Moving on to our next thing. You are listening to News and Trends with David Lynn. Thank you for tuning in. We always appreciate you guys. Um, we're going to talk about um, I was listening, and this is me because you know Lynn, Lynn is never would never talk about this if I didn't bring it up. But I was listening to the nominations for the Golden Globes. Now, I've always been—I don't know—I don't know if you've been Leonard, but I've always been, and I guess because growing up, they were really big during that time. I've always been an award show person, you know, so. You know, when the Grammys would come on or the American Music Awards or the Oscars. And even though the Oscars is probably the most boring of all of them because it always featured a lot of whites and and non-blacks, I should say. And, you know, half the movies you don't know anything about, that type of thing, whatever. But, you know, recently over the years, they've been, you know, some of us have been winning awards and so forth. So you kind of pay more attention. And of course, after last year's Oscars, you know, everybody's on it now, you right. know, because of what happened last year. But the Golden Globes has always been the award show that is kind of the show that kind of sets the tone for who's going to win certain awards leading up to the Oscars. So usually the Golden Globes predicts a lot of the Oscar stuff when it comes to the movies and everything. Um but what's unique about the Golden Globes, they don't just do movies, but they do TV shows and stuff as well. So when I was taking a look at the uh, just released um, nominations for um, the Golden Globes, which is coming up in January, I thought it was interesting about the names that were nominated. But we always focusing on the names that weren't or what we call the snubs. Now, I just want to go through a couple of these categories and you tell me what your thoughts are when I ask you a question. Now, notice this, I thought this was pretty unique. Uh, 
in television. It says best performance by an actor in a television series, musical or comedy. Donald Glover, Atlanta. Do you, have you ever watched Atlanta? Um, I, I've seen bits and pieces of it. Yeah, yeah actually, it's a very good show. Um, uh, I think they just finished their last season. So, um, the, you know, Bill Hader for Barry. You ever seen Barry? No. Okay. Steve Martin and Martin Short for Only Murders in the Building. Now, I hear that's pretty funny. I hear it's pretty good, but I'm, I haven't watched I'm, I'm a big Steve Martin and Martin Short fan. Yeah. Have you have you watched the series? I have not Selena watched Gold- the series. Nope. Yeah, Selena Gomez is on there, too. And it, I hear it's pretty good. Uh, Jeremy Allen White, the bear. Um, I don't know anything about that one. But the fact that they nominated Donald Glover, and he's been nominated quite a few times for Atlanta, so because the people really like that show, so so we got one in there. Uh, Jeremy Jeremy Allen White, uh, yeah, I think he's, I think I know who he is. So so we got one in there. Okay, uh, best performance by an actress in a television series, um, musical or comedy. A girl, Quinta Brunson, Abbott Elementary. Kelly Kuko, the flight attendant. I like Kelly Kuko. Uh, you know, I was a Big Bang Theory fan. So, did you watch the Big Bang Theory? I did. Yeah, well, she was really good on that. But she's good. Have you ever seen the, the show, The Flight Attendant, that she's in? No, I actually never heard of. Oh, really? It's a series, and um, her and Rosie Perez is in it too. Um, it's pretty good. It's pretty. Oh, good. okay. No, I have seen yeah, it. She, where she? Yeah. Um, yep, I saw. And she's like a yeah. drug addict. Yeah, Sexer. yeah, yeah. Oh, she got the family at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. There you go. Hi. Selena Gomez. Um, like I said, she's in uh, Only Murders in the Building with uh, Steve Martin and Martin Short. Jenna Ortega, Wednesdays. Gene Smart Hacks. Okay. Well, we got one in that category. <laughs> you <laughs> know. So, uh, let me see. Best performance by an actor in television series of drama. Jeff Bridges, the the old man. Uh, Kevin Costner, um, Yellowstone, Diego Luna, Andor, Bob Odenkirk, Better Call Saul. You ever watch Better Call Saul? Unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, uh, unfortunately. I mean. It's entertaining, but it's it's a, it's a little slow for me. Didn't so, that, did you see? You know that was a runoff. Yeah, Breaking uh, Bad. Yeah, did you watch Breaking Bad? I did. Okay. Right. Okay. Did you like that? Um, I like that better better than Better Call than Saul. Better. Yes. Okay. Right. Adam Scott Severance. Okay. Hmm. We don't have anybody in there. <laughs> Best performances by actors in the television series. <laughs> Emma uh, Darcy, House of Dragons, Lord Lin- Lenny um, Ozark, Imelda uh, Staunton, The Crown, Hillary Swank, Alaska Daily, Zendaya, Euphoria. Now, she, uh, she won for that last year. You know, I'm sure she's probably going to be. Uh, the favorite again. 
I guess we have to claim Zendaya, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we we don't have to, but we we do though. Yeah, we do. Uh, uh, best performance by an actor in the limited series. I'm not going to go through that one because I don't know. Uh, I don't know. You know, I didn't see any of this stuff. So, uh, best performance by an actor in the limited series. Uh, nothing really to talk about there. Best television series or drama. You know, it's funny. Nowadays, it used to be with this show that, you know, a lot of the main networks, ABC, NBC, CBS, had a lot of shows on that were being nominated. Right. Everything's cable now. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know, don't that stuff. Everything's cable. Uh, well, you, you know, they, they, I was just going to say, I think that proves that people like to see racier content then they show on regular TV, you know? Right. And, but even though regular TV has gotten slick with some of the stuff, you know, they, uh, you know, allow some cussing now and all that kind of stuff, you know, but even still, they have not been able to crack into like this category, best television series drama. I, now there's some television series that I watch on regular, you know, on the regular channels. I really like, but none of them made this list, you right. know? So, um, you got Better Call Saul, The Crown, House of Dragons, and Ozark, and Severance. That's the list. <laughs> um, none of my favorite shows are there. You know. Well, now, well let me ask what, what are your favorite shows that you feel like should have been nominated? Um, I watch All American. I love All American. Um, I think it's a very well done show. Do you watch that? Um, I've seen it, but you know, I almost feel like All American is too black to make it. If well, no, I guess if um, but 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 that's Atlanta. Right? I mean, it, it shouldn't. But when I just think about who's who's making Atlanta, the decisions, Atlanta, Atlanta yeah. has been nominated for awards like this. So, but um, what about um, also watch um. Uh, like the Chicago shows, like I watched Chicago, uh, five, I mean, well, um, Chicago Med, I watched Chicago PD, uh, I watched um, something else that I watched. Oh, oh, Queen Latifah show, The Guardian. I like that show too. I mean, not The Guardian. What's it called? Um, Equalizer. The Equalizer. Yeah. Um, that could have made it. Uh, that new show. Um, have you watched um, East New York? No, that's really good too. I mean, so there's some good shows on regular TV. Um, best performance by actress in a supporting role in a musical, or comedy, or drama series, television series. Elizabeth uh, Debicki. The Crown, Hannah M. Binder, Pax, Julia Gardner, Ozark. This is so unfair, these next two names. Janelle James, Abbott Elementary. You know who she is? Yeah. And Shirley Ralph, Abbott Elementary. Uh That's messed up, right? I mean, it is what it is. But why put them in the same category against each other? But, and what was that category name again? 
Best performance by an actress in a supporting role in a musical comedy or drama series. I mean, where else would they go? I mean, because I, I definitely consider them supporting actresses. Yeah, they are. But, I mean, it's just a shame that, you know, they got them going against each other, you know? Because Janelle James is hysterical on this. <laughs> yeah, really I, I like her. <laughs> and so is Shirley Ralph. She's good in her role, too, you know? And it's just, it's really messed. It's really a mess that they got to cancel each other out. Did you see the last episode of that show? That was hysterical. Was when uh, they went to the club? Oh, yeah. Wasn't that yeah. funny? Yeah, that, that was just, funny. She, she walks up and she's like, oh, I don't do lines. <laughs> don't, look at, don't look at him. I don't do lines. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah, so. Um, let me see. Uh oh, that's interesting. Nisi Nass was nominated for um the Jeffrey Dahmer story. I did not know that. She played he played the newsy neighbor in that. Right. Yeah, so and, and then I did see uh, Angela Bassett was um nominated for maybe best supporting yeah. role in a movie. Yeah, yeah. I was getting ready to get to that, but thank you for that. Um let me see. I was just checking because I'm checking all the black stuff right now. Uh, best television series, musical or comedy. Uh, Abbott Elementary, The Bear, Hacks, Only Murders in the Building, and Wednesday. So we finally got a network TV show on one of these lists. Abbott Elementary. Right. What what um what network does uh, Only Murders in the Building come on? Because I, uh, I, I want to check that out. Netflix? Netflix, one of those, yeah, I think it okay. is, yeah, yeah. Um, this is really um, when we get to the motion picture category. Well, first of all, there's two different ones. There's uh, best motion picture, musical, or comedy. I'm I've never heard of any of these movies. Babylon, well, Babylon, I did hear about. The Banshees of Anishiran, Everything Everywhere All at Once, Glass Onions of Knives, Myst- uh, Knives Out Mystery, and Triangle of Sadness. I've never heard of any of these movies. Best Motion Picture Drama. I love these award shows when they do this. Avatar, The Way of the Water. Movie not even out yet. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I mean, how they do that? You know, uh, they'll be like um, a best action movie, Black Panther three. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't even started shooting it yet. I mean, how can they do that? I mean, why? Why? That's a slap in the face, right there. Yeah, it is. Why? Yeah. Why? So, why would? Why wouldn't they? A movie that's already been out and that clearly has done very well at the theaters. Without China support, we still the movie's still done over seven hundred million dollars. Right. You know? So, so, you know. so so basically what they're trying to say is even though this movie hasn't come out, we're still gonna give them an award. Yeah, I know, that's crazy. That's crazy. And I think it's based on the power of the first movie, because you know, the first movie yeah. is one of the highest grossing movies of all time. So um the rest of the category was Elvis. I did see that. The Fablemans Tar, I don't know what that is. T A R, and then of course Top Gun Maverick. 
Now, the reason we know Top Gun Maverick is in here because it did all that money. It made over a billion dollars and so forth and so forth. You think what's so crazy about that? I don't know a single yeah. person who's seen that movie. Like, I never heard well, anyone yeah. talk about it. Like, I feel well, like that such a... Yeah, Top Gun Maverick. Are you talking about personally? Yeah, personally. I, I've yeah. never heard anybody talk. Um, did you see it? No, I have not oh, seen okay. it. I was yeah, going to so, watch it. So I don't know I'm anyone watching. who's seen it. As funny but as you it know what? I think I, I don't think I've seen Top Gun always. But they said that this is so different from the first movie that you don't need to see the first one to see this yeah. one. Yeah. But they said it's a good movie, but I just, you know. Well, I mean, I but who? who Dave, who is they? <laughs> I don't know I anyone know. who's seen this movie. Well, you know, I hear a lot of people talking about it, I, you know, on TV and stuff. And I know some people that have seen it and they said it was good, but I hadn't seen it. So, right. um, well, what, what's missing from that category is Wakanda Forever. Why isn't that movie in that category? That makes no sense to me at all. If they can put Avatar, The Way of the Water, and nobody's seen it. That makes right. anyway. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm the. Maybe it's me. Yeah. Best screenplay. No, Wakanda Forever. No, um, Woman King. No, nothing. Okay, all movies I've never heard of. Again, best original song. Okay. And this always spells trouble. Anytime you say this person's name, there's a chance she's going to win. Carolina Taylor Swift. <laughs> uh, you know, you know what I mean, right? So, uh, uh, hold my hand, Lady Gaga. Chance she's going to win because they love her. Lift me up. Um, man, that's funny. It says Thames. I like Thames. Ludwig um, Goranson, Rihanna, and Ryan Coogler. He was a part of writing that song? I guess so. Hmm. That's interesting. Okay. You like that song? Um, I, I love it. I'm, every time I hear it, I got to turn it up. Okay. All right. Yeah. So that means that, uh, well, first of all, you know, they got Rihanna to do it. So yeah. I'm sure it's going to. I'm sure they're going to get some votes if they don't win. So, uh, best supporting, best actor in the supporting role they don't have. Okay, and nobody really big, but best actress in the supporting role in any motion picture. Angela Bassett, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. So they did get they did get her in there. Uh, these other movies that people are nominated for, never heard of. Amazing to me. So uh, it's, it's not amazing to me because I'm not a movie person. So most of them I yeah, have not. I, that's what's so funny. I do keep track of that kind of stuff, and I just find it amazing that there's none that I'm used to or know about. You know? Yeah. Um, best actor in a movie, motion picture, even these movies. I saw Elvis. Now the guy that played Elvis was really good. I will say that. Best actress in a motion picture, drama, Kate Blanchett, Tar, 
Olivia Coleman, Empire of Light, Viola Davis, The Woman King. Thank oh, God she got there. You go. Uh, she, you know, and I think that's a lot uh, based on. Uh, oh, Michelle Williams. Huh? She got a nomination too. She's pretty good. Um, let me see. <laughs> Folks, Leonard is a piece of work. That's all I got to say. Um, let's see. Um, just a, I'm just looking to see if there's anything more. Uh, okay, here's another best directing, best director, motion picture. Okay, James Cameron, Avatar, The Way of the Water. Have you seen Avatar? Avatar? Yeah. The new the one. first one. The new one. The... I want to say it one more time. Have you seen Avatar, the new one? I thought it's not out yet. That's right. Okay. okay. All right. The... <laughs> I thought you were trying to throw me for the okie doke. I'm like, Dave, we just That's talked about point. this. <laughs> yeah. That's my point. You know, so James Cameron. Here we go. And James Cameron's a great director. I, I'm, you know, he makes great yeah. movies. Yeah, great but, movies. Yeah, but <laughs> the movie's not out yet. We know what movie is out, though, don't we? Right. Guess what movie's not on this list? That movie that we're talking about. So Where are, is, uh, from, from what you've been hearing on the street, are, are people complaining about Black Panther not being on there? Or is it just, yeah, just kind well, of quiet? Yeah, because when the, when the nominations came out, there was, you know, people... The first thing people go to with the Oscars and especially this award as well, this award show is the snubs. Right. And especially if it's people of color. Like in this year, like last year, there was a lot of female directors nominated. Mm -hmm. None this year. So, I mean, and you know, and I know there's been females that had made, you know, that definitely made movies, but, you know, and but for them not to have for them not to have that movie in here, but yet they got these other movies that nobody's heard of, and then you got Avatar that hasn't even come out yet. Yeah, I mean that that is crazy. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I think, so I wonder. I wonder. I wonder, back, I wonder if that goes back to what we talked about with Marvel about the hate. You know what I mean? Yeah, or I was gonna say, I wonder if they were able to see a like a preview screening because really, I mean, I mean, Dave, you are right. I mean, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't make sense, and that's the only thing. Well, I just gotta say real quick, why can't they do that with a black movie? Like, why did like last year this time? Why did they nominate uh, Black Panther two or some of these other black movies that come out? Um. I don't know, but you know, in the Oscars last year, they made up a new category for best movie based on um, what was it, uh, moviegoers and stuff like that. I think it was whatever, uh, uh, or best movie based on fan favorite. I think it's something like that because you know the Marvel movies for ten years had been winning the box office. You know, and well, more than 10 years. What am I talking about? 
And of course, they wasn't getting any nominations for best picture or anything. So right. it had to come up with something, you know. Yeah. So, um, I just find I just find it really amazing that they can do these things, and and it's really definitely a slap, in, you know, at the minorities. And I'm not just talking about blacks because there's, you know, you know, you got Hispanics, you got everybody makes movies. I right. mean, come on. This is this, you know, this is a travesty. I mean, congrats, congratulations for for those of us that did get nominated, you know, um, and deservingly so. But come on now, Wakanda Forever has been out for a month now, right? Came out last month, right? Made over seven hundred million dollars. It has, it's got, the the reviews have been great. Rotten Tomatoes gave it, you know, high scores. You haven't heard anything bad about this picture? Why wouldn't it be nominated? Why isn't the director nominated? Well, you know, playing devil's advocate, have we seen the other movies in the category? Uh, no. I haven't. And I mean, not to say they're better or worse, but... Nobody has seen... Nobody has seen Avatar. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, Dale. Well, you know, maybe they saw the previews and was like, oh, this this is going to be great. The only people that have seen that movie are the people who have screened the movie that usually get to screen the movies before they come out. That's the only people that have... Come on now. You know... Here we are, you know, hoodwinked again, run amok. <laughs> you know, and that's what's going on, man. You know, so. Well, Dave, I, I guarantee you um, Black Panther is going to be on the NAACP Awards, the BET oh, yeah. Awards, yeah. the TV yeah. One Awards. Now, um, I think they'll get reprieve with the Oscars. I think when the Oscars come around, in, uh, I think that's February, when the Oscars come around, I think they'll they'll um, give them some nods, you know, uh, I'm sure. But the, the thing we need to hope for is Angela Bassett to win that award because that will set the stage for how wrong they were, you know, for not nominating, you know, more people from that movie. You can why not uh Letitia Wright? I thought did an excellent job in that movie. Yeah, she did. But I, I don't I don't feel like she was a supporting character. Not to the level of um uh, well I mean she did have more airtime than yeah. than Angela Bassett. Well if you look at it she probably would have been the lead character from that movie. Uh, what you mean? Because she was the main character. She was the story was written basically around uh, her. What was going through? Well, I mean that and Namor. I like I, I feel like the story I feel like oh. the story was really around. That's, that's Namor. right. He was nominated either. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so that I think that has a lot to do with the hate. The hate factor. You know, maybe that's what that's all about. So all right, well, let, Dave, uh, let, let, let's let's boycott. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. But I got to tune in to see the black people win. You know, when the black people awards come, I always peep and say, oh, okay, okay, right. they won. They, 
now. So Abbott Elementary, you got to support them, you know, and you got to support um, Angela Bassett, you know. So I don't think she's ever won an Oscar. Yeah, she's been nominated. Sure. I don't think she she's been nominated, but I don't think she's ever won. So I know she was nominated for What's Love Got to Do when her, when she played Tina Turner, but she didn't win. So okay, all right. Our pet peeve for tonight. That's what, that's what that was all about. But anyway, all right. Moving to our last thing, Leonard's favorite spot on the show, uh, Dave's Corner. Um, so I got a question for you, Leonard. Tonight's question is this. Well, this is more of a scenario, you know, Dave's corner for those that don't know is when we put out there, um, when we put out scenarios or, or deep thought questions and just to see how people were going to answer those questions. So my question to you or my scenario to you tonight is this. Is there a combination of both, actually? You are the emperor of a small island nation. And you could pick any three people from history to come back and live on your island for five years. Who do you choose and why? So I'm going <laughs> to bring Louis Farrakhan. Okay. Yes, I'm going to bring and him because he's just a wealth of knowledge. I am going to bring... So I'm assuming if I'm emperor, my wife and family's already there. So I'm going to also bring... I'm going to bring Beyonce for my wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then... Wait, why? Because my my wife's a, my my wife's Why, a Beyonce, because my wife's a super, a super Beyonce fan. Okay, and, and then, you're not. Wait, hold on, you're not. Uh, Dave, I've, 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 I've never bought a Beyonce album. Never went to a Beyonce concert. So you're not you're not a fan of Beyonce. No, I mean I, I I'm a fan, but I'm not a super fan. Okay, RBI, right, y'all heard that? Okay, All right. yeah. Cause, I mean, I mean, if it's me personally, I'd rather. Uh, Rihanna, but that's all another story. But you um, said Beyonce. No, for my wife. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So you can't Rihanna for you. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> trying to get me all wrapped up, ain't you? Um, and then my third person. This is a tough one. I don't know who it would be, but I would want to bring somebody from around the Egyptian times in Africa. Um, I don't know who that'd be. Maybe like a King Tut. And, you know, I, I just want to know how they put them pyramids up. All Isn't those. That uh, yeah, no, it doesn't make I want to know how, you know, I just, I just want to know how they did all that. You went to Dubai. Did you see pyramids and stuff in Dubai? No, no, they, they didn't have any in Dubai. Okay. Well, okay. So they didn't have any pyramid, but they had some great architectural um, items. I don't know how old they all were, but you know, nothing like the pyramids. Okay. All right. 
Okay. All right. All right. Well, so what about you, Dave? You get three you people. Three you are the emperor. Who are you going to okay. bring? Um, I think I'm going to try to bring somebody represent the old, someone to represent the past, and someone to represent the present. So, first person be Jesus. Um, just wanna, I just wanna, just wanna witness everything that he did and everything that he said. Would you be mad if he came to the island and didn't do anything for you to witness? Anything he said, I also said. Right. So if he ain't done nothing for me to witness, as long as I can hear him speak or just be in his presence, I'm good. Okay, because I know I'm I'm in a good spot, you know. And, you know, if I should happen to fall or or whatever, you know, there's a good chance he can heal me. You know what I mean? Right. So yeah, so that'd be the first person from my past. From the past, I would probably say Martin Luther King. Um, I wanted to be able to learn uh, how to be able to deal with things that are coming at you in all different directions that would be considered controversial, adversarial, anti-cultural, you know, those type of things, because he managed to do that in a time that was really crazy. And, um, you know, just to hear him speak and, and to learn from him, that would be, that would be, that would be awesome. From the present, I would like to sit down with Barack. Yeah, Barack just seemed like that cool uncle to me. You know, he's smooth. You know, I want to see. I was. I want to see him. You know, uh, I want to play a, a game of basketball with him, or 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 sit there and play play uh, cards or. You know, listen, listen to some music, and he put on Jay Z and or something like that, because you know Jay Z is his favorite rapper. You know, so uh, you know, um, you know, put on put on some music and just hang out. And he just seems like that that cool dude. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that would be my three right there. Um. <laughs> You know, it's it, it's a shame. We should have some women on that list, but um, sir, I did have a woman. Oh well, yeah, well, you got Beyonce. That's a little bit different. Uh, but you know, I'm thinking. I mean, nope, too late, Dave. You said three. 
I know. Well, I did. I did. I mean, I said, I said, I said who I wanted. I'm just thinking, but I was just thinking about a woman, and you know, uh, it just making me think of, you know, that's interesting that I didn't come up with one. But those are my three top right there. So okay, all right. So folks, if you had that same question put at you, uh, I mean, put to you, and um, that same scenario in question. Who would you choose? And um, please send me send me send me a note or something. I I like to see the an- the answers you guys would give. Um, you know, um, we like to we like to read the stuff that you guys say. So please, you know, send it to you know you have our newsandtrends.com. Um, you have our Instagram page and and Facebook pages. You know, send send us a note. Let us know and um, what your thoughts are. I'll, I'll be curious to see what you guys have to say. All right. And if you, for those of you that know me personally, if you want to text it to me, because I always send it to my partner and we, you know, definitely we would talk about it. So um, definitely make sure you reach out to us. Okay. I guess that's everything that we had to cover tonight, folks. Been a long time since me and Leonard been doing the show uh, got a chance to do the show with just me and him because we've been having all these great guests on our show for you guys so um you know so it's been a, almost a month since we've done a you know just us show you know so um but look forward to um bringing on some other great guests and you should hear about them soon so len you got anything you want to say before we sign off no i just want everyone to have a great week and, uh, you know, stay safe, stay warm. Right. Definitely. And, um, um, you know, especially now that they're talking about this, you know, we might be masking up again, um, people. So for those of you that are, you know, that definitely, um, have some medical issues or whatever, and you're not masking up, you might want to start putting them back on again. I know uh, sometimes I put put one on while I'm at work as well. So, um, so just keep that just keep that in mind. All right, we're gonna say good night and thank you. We'll be talking to you on Friday or weekend roundup, which is at six o'clock on Friday. Okay, so we'll talk to you soon. All right, have a good night. next week ladies and gentlemen for another edition of news and trends with your host dave and lynn